Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can listen to Warren Radio episodes on danaglennsmith.com or warn-usa.com. Warren Radio is on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music in Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and PocketCast. And do not miss the featured posts this week of our in-depth biblical articles and radio shows. Featured on both Warren-USA.com and DanaGlennSmith.com. America and America's Judgment When Hell Comes Knocking. Featured on DanaGlennSmith.com, Goodness of the Lord in the Land of the Living, and Credulity, Choices, and Consequences. Featured on Warren-USA.com Christian Living Practice, Book of Romans, Part 27 Enemy of Mine Enemy of Christ Vietnam, Human Rights, Pakistan, Persecution The Word of the Lord, Righteous Branch, Part 2 The Word of the Lord, Message and Messenger, Part 1 and do not miss these Warren Radio episodes from Wednesday, January 24th. Rejoicing in Hope, Representing Jesus, Persecuted Lives, America, Antichrist, Christian Faith. January 25th, Proclaiming Liber- Liberty, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 202, On Battle Lines. January, Friday, 26th, The Word of the Lord, Be Not Deceived, Part 3, on Sound the Shofar. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. There's danger and intrigue. Dark forces are plotting. The nation is at risk. Everything was okay, or so they thought. A truth so unbelievable, it took a miracle to fight back. Can Mac save America? Don't miss the rising. And you can get your rise your you can get your copy of the rising on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, Ingram, Walmart, Angus and Robertson, and the ebook can be found on Google Play. You can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaglennsmith.com and while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing good. How are you doing? 
Doing great. It's good to be here. And can you believe it? It's Thursday, Wednesday, the 31st of January, 2024. I cannot believe that we're, we've already gone through a whole month. You know, and it went by fast. Yeah, I, it's gone. I can't believe it. You know, it's just the way it is nowadays. Uh, you know, and, you know, really the other thing we have here is that, you know, the things that are happening in America especially, not to forget the things in the world, but America is in sad shape. Yes, it is. But, you know, to really describe how screwed up America and its people are today. It's incredible. It's just Yeah, because we're in, you know, there's a lot of people that live their lives and ignore what's going on, think everything's fine. It makes me think of an ostrich with their head in the sand. Well, that's that's an analogy people have used, you know, in in other things. But uh, so up front, we're talking about prophetic events. This is a special thing we do uh, every week. We find a article that we've recently published, and we tell you about it. This one is called Prophetic Events, The Time Will Come. Prophetic events for the time that is for this age. For this very moment. They are here now. Many years ago, the Lord one night awoke me to a phrase. And I have used that phrase over and over during these many years. And it's called materializing of evil. And it really describes an event that has been going on for some time where evil is materializing from its usual realm into the realm of human beings. And uh, when we think of this materializing of evil, we also think of the curse that's mentioned by Isaiah in chapter 24. And he talks about the curse devouring the earth. The same curse associated with man as he fell from God's grace. It affected all creation. And this curse would increase and get bigger and more pronounced as time moved ahead. And as a result of this curse, it would seem as if all nature is falling apart. Now, when we refer to the materializing of evil, we refer to those unseen entities, ethereal spirits and others, that are able now to materialize whenever they want, whenever they will, during the days in which we live because of the wickedness of society. And we can see the breaking down of society, especially in America and the nations of men. And it's because of lawlessness, the sin, and the curse, all three. And of course, with these beings that arrive, they bring with them deception. And which in turn will bring in the dark one. Don't look forward to that. No. 
So when we look at Hebrews, we see the last days mentioned. And the writer of Hebrews says that God at different times and diverse ways spoke to us by the prophets, but in these last days has spoken to us by his Son. And the phrase last days refers to the furthest and final portion of time before the close of the age. But they were talking about the last days at the time of the apostles. And so when we talk about the last, the farthest, or final portion, or the uttermost, or the ends of, we speak of the days, which is a figurative of a period, not just a 24-hour period. Within the context of prophecy in God's calendar, that centers around the coming of Yeshua, Jesus Christ, to the earth. Albert Barnes says of these last days, they are the final dispensation, or in this dispensation under which the affairs of the world will wound up. As for being in these last days, we have been there since the coming of Christ Jesus appearing, as we pointed out previously. However, on the timeline of being in this event, we are way past that point initially, which began the dispensation to which the Hebrew writer referred to. And you can find that in Hebrews 1, chapter 1, 1 through 4. And this article brings you into that time. Prophetic events, the time will come. And there is a time that's going to come for America and all the others. And there is one time that seems to have already arrived, and that is America losing its former glory and everything that it was and becoming truly a whore of Babylon. We are corrupt. Absolutely so. And you will say to me, well, there's others that are more corrupt. Yes, there certainly is. But when the dark one gets here, the earth will be covered in the darkness. And it's not fun to be living in America and seeing how corrupt, godless, and turned around we are in this country. And our leaders don't have a clue what they're doing. And we are in serious trouble. So go to DanaGlynSmith.com and read this particular article, Prophetic Events, The Time Will Come. This is the WIBR WARN Radio Websites and Ministries. We are an in-depth biblical teaching, preaching, warning agency in these last days. The work and ministry of the WIBR WARN Radio is about the testimony of Jesus Christ, through the faith of Jesus Christ, by the mercy of God our Father, through his grace extended, flowing from the love of God to all people everywhere, commanding everyone to repent. And we thank you for listening. Go by our websites at warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Listen to the shows, read the articles, and you can always contact us on our contact page. We produce three shows weekly, Wednesday through Friday. We record them in our own studio, and then we put them up, and they get distributed from there. Okay, Tower, we're ready to move on. Okay. I wanted to do this... 
some time ago. And uh, this is this is a letter from Bill Donahue, who is president of the Catholic League. And I've read a few of his letters on air before. And the reason I'm touching on this is because MSNBC smears Christians and Bill Donahue took time to write MSNBC and to the parent company's CEO at Comcast. Miss Rashida Jones, President, MSNBC, 30 Rockefeller Plaza, Building 620, New York, New York, 10112. Dear Miss Jones, Recent anti-Christian attacks by MSNBC hosts and guests demand a vigorous network response. On January 16th, MSNBC guest Tara Setmeyer, representing the Lincoln Project, smeared Christians when she referred to them as a death cult. She also accused evangelical Christians of being a national liability. Not only have they failed America, but they've failed Christianity. On January 15th, MSNBC host Joy Reid complained that Iowa has too many white Christians, saying they are overrepresented in the caucuses. She attributed to them the conviction that everyone who is not a white conservative Christian is a fraudulent American and is a less real American. If a guest or host on MSNBC said that Muslims are a death cult, there would be repercussions. If it were said that Jews have failed both American Judaism, there would be repercussions. If it were said the atheists believe that everyone who is not a non-believer is a fraudulent American, there would be repercussions. Why have there been no repercussions regarding the anti-Christian remarks made by MSNBC guests and hosts? Bigotry against any demographic group should never be given airtime on television. I'd re appreciate a response to this serious issue. Sincerely, William A. Donahue, Ph.D. President. Now, you know, the first thing my thoughts are, Tower. What's that? This is MSNBC. Yes. <clears throat> MSNBC I is corrupt. I would be interested to know if she even responded to him. Yeah, I haven't seen any response. I haven't read about it in anything. Yeah, total corruption. Well, see, this is typical of of these hosts, though. Right. Because I've heard them on a number of right. issues. You know, these... Joy Reid is just, she's poisoned. It's too bad that the news and all these talk shows have, um, I don't know what's the word, devolved into uh, the trash heap, the garbage pit of America, the slime bucket. Yeah, well that's what it is. And Joy Reid regularly... You know, if you want to become offended, just go over there. It won't take her long. I remember when, back in the day, because I'm old enough to remember, <laughs> <laughs> old enough to remember that um, they would never give their opinion. They would report the news and the truth, and they would never give their opinion about anything, how they yeah. felt. Yeah, and, and that is an issue. And now is, they don't care. No, they don't care. None of them do. So it's too bad, but that's the way it is today. And so, you know, I agree with William A. Donna. They shouldn't be saying these things, and they should give a response. And uh, I don't know. I was going to do this uh, quite a while ago, but... Uh, um, because of the holidays and things, we weren't able to do that. And this was uh, on January 17th. Uh, the letter is dated. 
And, of course, today's the 31st. We're a couple weeks late, but I wanted to, you know, you know, my first thought, it, it, it really defines what this is about. This is about an America that's divided. This is about America that's filled with hatred, bigotry, biasness. And it's an America where we find the blacks now wanting to rule over whites. And these are the blacks that want money for something that happened a long time ago called slavery. None of them recognize the fact that there was a civil war that was fought to free the blacks. And hordes of blood was shed on that field, the fields of the south and the north, to free the blacks. The price paid was in blood. So as far as I'm concerned, take your want for reparations, reparations yeah. and shove it where the don't uh, the sun don't shine you know what i think so tragic about this is that um it's been this divide has been orchestrated to destroy america and it's working yeah and instead of us working together black white yellow purple green Instead of us all joining together for the betterment of America, we're divided, and it's so tragic. It's very it is. disturbing. It is. And so, you know, while this article didn't talk about, you know, the black-white and the divide of the races, that's what's behind it. And I've, and it I've seen Joy Reid many times, and her mouth... And her sharp tongue. And it's always about a black person putting down everybody else, speaking vile. So, go ahead, Tower. Okay, this is 2024, The Persecuted Church via BarnabasAid.org. Many Americans have no concept to what real persecution for the Christian faith is like. It challenges, it challenges Americans to help their brothers and sisters in the faith. Be sure to support a solid biblical Christian ministry that has boots on the ground in these areas. This is a quick update on the persecuted church. An Iranian Christian convert remains in detention after being arrested on Christmas Eve, the 24th of December, 2023. Um, Esmiel's home in um, Desfol in western Iran was raided in a search conducted without a warrant, and Christian books were confiscated. He was allowed to telephone his family on Christmas Day to inform them that he was being held in another town around 100 miles south of where he was arrested. Esmiel was among several converts cleared of propaganda charges in 2021, but subsequently forced to attend Islamic classes. Another Iranian Christian convert received notice to begin her sentence in Evan Prison, and now Evan Prison is the most notorious prison in Iran. And she was um, sentenced to Evan Prison on January 3rd. Mina is her name. She's 60. She was summoned to begin a six-year sentence for acting against national security by promoting Zionist Christianity. This is typical of the kind of accusations made against Iranian believers just for being active in house churches. She was arrested in 2020 and sentenced in 2022 along, um, alongside Nazari, who who also sentenced to six years, and Pastor Joseph, who received a 10-year term. Both Joseph and Nazari were released early from their sentences in 2023. 
However, Mina was deemed unfit to begin her sentence with her ankle, when her ankle was broken after she was run over by a car, an incident that caused her to have metal plates fitted and walks. she now walks with a limp. She was required to present herself to the prison within five days of the notice. And at, le- at least 15 people were killed in an airstrike by the Myanmar military, the Tatmandaw, that targeted two church buildings in Kampat Township. And the strike hit a village in the township at around 10.15 a.m. on Sunday, January 7th. One witness said that eight children were among the dead. Witnesses reported that as many as 30 people were injured. So um, 14 men were killed in coordinated attacks by Islamic militants on Christian communities in Chibok, in the Borneo state, in uh, northeastern, northeastern Nigeria on New Year's Day. The attacks um, followed a raid on December 19th in 2023 in which three men were killed one woman was abducted several shops were burned down in the raids in um, neighboring Yobo state Islamic terrorist Boko Haram are suspected of murdering Pastor Luca on January 5th Pastor Luca was shot dead at around 2 a.m. along with um, the church treasurer Four others were also killed. Several houses and a church were burned down when the, notor- when the terrorists invaded the community. Um, all this stuff is just horrible that's going on in these countries. And please remember to pray for your brethren that God will give them favor in, in the, as they serve time in prison, that he will comfort them the people that have lost loved ones that they he will help them to recover so please pray for these people it's terrible yeah. what's going on with them well you know the thing of it is 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 that you know there is more christian persecution going on than ever before it's really ramped up in the last few years you know, and the issue is, is that the governments of men don't seem like they care whether it stops or not. That's right. And so, you know, I mean, we've been covering Nigeria for many years. Going back to John, one of the leaders was Jonathan Goodluck Johnson. And he was trying to bring some change, but... That didn't work. He was, uh, Jonathan Goodluck Johnson was a Christian. But uh, the the bottom line of it is, is that this continues to go on. Now, the change here comes out of Finland. Now, we've seen this thing out of some of the uh, EU, (coughs) European, and that's the whole up and down the coast, clear to the, you know, the top of the realm up there. This is Finland. Now, there's a young man here, I can't pronounce his name, but he's being charged with hate speech. Oh, it's a woman. Excuse me. Pavi. Um, she posted Bible verses on social media. Now, see, that's a simple thing. Yeah. Should be okay, you would think. Well, if you live in Finland, especially the EU countries, that you know, they, you know, they're just issues. You know, and Denmark has been bad. Even Canada has been bad. And it's hard to believe that, you know, there was a bastion of Christianity all over Europe. Now they act like a bunch of, you know, unbelievers who hate Christians. I mean, 
So at any rate, it goes on to say the Supreme Court would have the final say on whether the Bible or at least portions of it is hate speech. So we need a Supreme Court to tell us that? Well, apparently they do in Finland. Good grief. Now, see, whatever whatever happens, so apparently they haven't done this before, so the ramifications on the Supreme Court determining what portions are legal or illegal, you know, are you going to ban part of the Bible or all of the Bible? Now, that's what uh, Floyd Brobell with Voice of the Martyrs Canada brought up. He continues, we've seen that as a strategy in countries that we work in. Communist countries, Muslim-dominated countries, whether either the Bible is banned or it is restricted and Christians can't get access to the Bible. Increasingly, we see that Christians are being pressured to make their faith private. And, and I would say that's absolute. You know. You know, that all this woman did was post a Bible verse on social media and the entire universe comes unglued. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, that comes, you know, give me a break. You know, the other part of this is what the Supreme Court and all these countries will accept. Like godlessness, wickedness, corruption, immoral lifestyles. And a lot of other stuff. See how we know you folks are need a touch of the Lord. But give me a break. You won't even allow a Bible verse when you allow all the other pathetic stuff that you report in your news. So the prosecution dropped one charge, but two remained. And so they described the lawmakers' social media posts as demeaning and discriminatory. And it included Romans, Romans 1, 24 through 27. <laughs> I'm laughing because I know what Romans 1 is. Yeah, she should have posted the whole chapter and told you to read it. And thus, uh, she said, and asked why the Evangelical Lutheran Church of Finland agreed to sponsor a gay pride event. That's probably because they're all backslid. So no wonder she was, it was deemed demeaning yeah. and discriminatory. Well, they're mad at, they, God's the one who said it, not us. It's his, it's him. Yeah. And so another charge focuses on a 2004 pamphlet. Now that's going way back. Uh, with biblical teachings about marriage and the sanctity of life. Oh, dear God. That's where you get in trouble. Oh, my goodness. So the prosecutor calls it insulting. <laughs> and, and that's only because the prosecutor... is probably living in a not-so-good relationship. Well, he definitely don't know the Lord. So mm -hmm. the sanctity of marriage, the sanctity, the, sanctity, the sanctity of life, they're the things that are in opposition to the agendas being pushed by the governments of the world today and the societies. Amen. And so he says also, the Bible will speak out against many of the philosophies of this day and age. Now, he's being nice there. I could tell you, and I could fill in probably a page and a half of things that you need to wake up about. So he says, pray that the Lord would intervene in this case and that his word would persevere. Well, the way you get the word to persevere, people repent. We have big revivals. People begin to see the truth. But we're living in the lawless end of days, so this is where we're at. And America's the same way, so... Yeah, I think Finland and some of them over in Europe are a little bit further down the road than we are but uh, at any That's rate too bad I never thought they were like that you know and all the time we've been doing the shows and all the time you and I've been together and for years and years we never saw 
as much anti-Christian stuff as we have today. Oh, for sure. And even coming out of Finland, you know. And they, you know, they're trying to put this as justice. It's not justice. It's corruption. Yes, it is. Like the Lord said, if the world hates you, know that it hated me before it hated you. And there would come a day, the Lord said, that those that kill you would think they're doing God a service. So that's where we're at. We're in that realm right now. That's why there's persecuted Christians. That's why there's people killing Christians, because they think they're doing God a service. Well, they're going to find out. Yep. And we've got another one. This is coming to us from MorningStarNews.org. And this is a a good organization. And uh, the Finland one, that came from Mission Network News Online. And the MSNBC came from Christian Newswire. Now, all of these particular news sites, we are an advocate for the persecuted church. So we cover their articles and we tell you to visit these websites and help them out if you feel the mind. They don't pay us for this. We don't accept any money for this. We don't ask anybody when they hear this to send us money. And so we're doing this to help these organizations and to help get the word out. So in this next one from Morning Star News... You know, sometimes I wonder about these people. But this is Pakistan. Pakistan is one of those places, just like India, to be a Christian is really, really tough. Police in Pakistan refused to file charges in the case of a Christian mother who lost her unborn child in a Muslim co-worker's attempt to rape her. That's horrible. Nadim Masai was eight months pregnant when a co-worker at a brick kiln. Now, see, that'll tell you a lot. Making bricks. Yeah. And these people that are in here that make bricks are there because of debt. And some of these people, unless somebody really comes along and... uh, gives them money so they can be free, are there for life. And they're like slaves. And so she was attacked in her living quarters at the kiln, according to her husband. He found her bleeding because, uh, you know, the co-worker had apparently kicked her and beat her. And so uh, her husband took her to the hospital, which, again, there's another expense. It led to the baby's death. And uh, the doctor refused to sign the medical report due to the influence of Muslim kiln owner. That's in other words to keep it quiet. Yeah. Now a rights activist told the Christian Daily International Morning Star News that the case was another example how influential Muslims circumvent the law. The poor couple's unborn child was murdered. The medical report certifies that the woman was brutally tortured, which caused the baby's death. Yet the police are still referring to uh, do a first information Still report. refusing. Yeah, still refusing. That's so tragic, Dana. That is sad, sad, sad. I'd like to see justice in that woman's case. 
Well, she begged and pleaded with this guy who raped her, attempted to rape her, to leave her, telling him to spare her and her unborn child, but he wouldn't listen. And the dad said, I was working at the kiln when I heard the screams of my wife and children. And I saw this was the guy that was doing it, punching and kicking his wife, who was laying on the floor, bleeding. Remember, she's pregnant. They performed a C-section on her. At any rate, you can go on over to... uh, Christian Daily International, that's Morning Star News. This one is at MorningStarNews.org, Assault on a Christian Mother, MorningStarNews.org. And uh, these are good little sites, so be sure to check them out. Are you ready? Christian persecution in the open and in your face. This comes to us from CBN. And um, North Korea remains the worst in the world for Christian persecution. While the situation in Nigeria continues to devolve, according to a new report on the global religious discrimination. Overall, Open Doors World Watch List 2024 found 4,998 Christians were killed over their faith, a figure the organization said is likely much higher due to underreporting, and I would believe that. Meanwhile, 365 million Christians face intense persecution and discrimination for their views. What was that? 355 million? 65. 365 million Christians face intense persecution. Yeah, I would say that's a big number. Yes, that's like astronomical. One of the most alarming statistics in the latest report is the massive sevenfold rise in church, Christian school, and hospital attacks with the total increasing from 2,100 in the, in the 2023 study to over almost 15,000 in 2024. Assaults on Christian homes also rose from 4,500 to 21,500, with the number of believers pushed out of their homes ex- expanding from 124,000 to 279,000. And one of the most sobering lines from a press release surrounding the World Watch List 2024 reads, More than 82% of Christians killed across the globe for faith reasons were in Nigeria. And I can believe that because we do a lot of reporting from Nigeria. Yeah, that's right. The most recent rankings put Nigeria in the sixth spot for persecution and discrimination. But Nigeria isn't alone, as persecution in the sub-Saharan Africa, more broadly, is an area of concern. Faith-related killings in sub-Saharan Africa far outstrip those of any other region on the annual list. This has been a trend for several years. And um, nations like Ethiopia, who ranks 32, experience jumps in attacks on schools and churches and Christian-owned businesses were looted, burned, or taken away more rapidly in nations like Central African Republic, which is number 28. And these problems only seem to be intensifying Christians are purposely targeted or extra vulnerable in a continent that is beset by the twin problems of radical Islamic elements and increasingly autocratic regimes. This is an ever-growing threat for Christians south of the Sahara Desert, and if left unchecked, these twin pressures 
are expected to overwhelm them and the force and force them out of their homes and villages and that's um a statement from Franz Veerman, Managing Director of Open Doors World Watch Research. India, ranked number 11, has continued to see rising persecution, particularly in Manipur, a northeastern state. An ethnic, an ethnic dispute morphed into an anti-Christian targeting campaign, with 160 being killed and others driven from their home. Just 17 were killed in the previous year's report. Attacks on Christian schools and churches in India skyrocketed from 67 in 2023 to 2,228 in 2024. While Nigeria and, and India have captured a great deal of attention over the past year for horrific incidents of persecution, North Korea must also be mentioned as the reclusive Eastern, East Asian country ranks as the nation where persecution is most pronounced, according to the 2024 watch list, World Watch List. Believers there must practice their faith in complete secrecy. Unbelievable the um, rise in from one year to the next. You know that? I know. Well, you know, you don't realize that we did cover part of the world watch list, a few of the top yes, nations. I remember that. But Nigeria is always at the top. Yes. And uh, India is always included in it. Pakistan is included in it. You know, I don't think we get a, a very accurate report out of North Korea because they're such a hermit country. Well, that's true. You know, even if you get a report. Now, see, we, the reports they get are from, uh, th there is an inroad into uh, North Korea. And there are ministries that have people that go back and forth at great risk. And that is really how they find out. Because the Christians there can't really say anything. So we're over now. In Eritrea. A man, or Amun, broke down and wept openly. Now this comes to us from persecution.org, International Christian Concern. Now this is one of the ministries that we recommend. You can check them out. We recommend you, you know, if you can afford it, donate some money and help them. Uh, again, we don't get any money for doing this. We don't want any money for doing this. They don't pay us to tell you to donate money. Nothing. This is typically, this is all, you know, we just do this on our own to tell you. Amon broke down and wept openly at a church in Ethiopia. The pastor of the church asked the man what caused his anguish. The man revealed that he's an Eritrean Christian who had just fled the region. He's a refugee. While attempting to cross the border between Ethiopia and Eritrea, he and his son were separated. After three weeks of searching refugee camps, he received the worst news any parent can get. His son was shot and killed by Eritrean border guards. <sighs> I came God. to Ethiopia to take my son away from persecution. Now I must continue on without him, cried the grieving father. That just gut-wrenching. Oh, it is. 
Unfortunately, this story is all too common, especially for Christians living in Africa, most, Africa's most repressive country. Well, no one knows the exact number of believers in Eritrea. One thing is known for certain. They are among the most persecuted on the planet. In Eritrea, they have been fighting for 30 years with Ethiopia. Eritrea became an independent country in 1993. And of course, when they started out, they had a president there that was okay, but it increasingly became dominantly repressive. And so at any rate, so that's why he's, Eritrea remains one of the worst examples of state-sponsored repressive of freedom of religion or belief in the world. Eritrean authorities conducted waves of door-to-door -door searches, arrests of individuals because of their religious identity, increased oppression of Pentecostal and evangelical Christian communities. According to Thomas Reese, USCIRF commissioner. You know. That just breaks my heart. I feel so bad for that father. Well, I, you know. Well, in 2005, they had an estimated count of 1,750 Christians that were being held in prison and military camps. Wow. And there's a bunch of them being held without trial or a crime charged. And if you're a Christian conducting religious activities or even at home reading your Bible, and you can be arrested, tortured, and executed for treason. <laughs> Crazy. That's the way the world is. It's all over. You don't know how it is to live in America. And to have freedom of religion. Now see, we used to have freedom of speech, but increasingly, especially under the Biden administration, freedom of speech can get you in trouble. Yep. You know, the West is going to pay. And that includes all of Europe and Canada. All the nations, including America, and even into South America, they were free. There were a lot of Christian witness throughout South America. And now look at us. It's pathetic what's going on. Nobody does anything. That's what's most disturbing. Nobody we'll nobody do does nothing to stop it. Yeah. You can get after them. Now that was Eritrea. This is Ethiopia. This is in Tigray. Now the problem with all this is because of the wars. And this is actually a fundraiser little thing put out by Barnabas Aid. There's a little boy here with all kinds of, uh, uh, you know, disease. Something's on his face, scabs and things. He, you know, the children have severe malnutrition. 
Of course, when you have that, it's hard for your body to fight off disease, and so this little boy has this, and they're trying to treat it. This region has been fighting for two years. Hundreds of thousands have died because of hunger. You know, when you have a war, you normally have famine, disease, and this is starvation. And the last five rainy seasons, they failed because there was no crops. And over five million people require immediate food assistance. And so daily they find mourning and funerals going on. And most of the people have accepted the fact that they are destined to die. These are the words of a medical doctor desperately trying to save the lives in Tigray. That's so breaking. in Ethiopia, Tigray, Ethiopia, urgent food aid needed for starving Christians. And I urge you to go to BarnabasAid.org. BarnabasAid.org and donate some money for some food for them. Now be sure to look at their donate button because they most, almost all these particular aid agencies, Christian aid agencies, uh, have menus there that you can donate to. This will come under the Tigray food in Ethiopia. And of course, if you have a baby, they're holding up a baby here with mom looking at it, and it's just... So skinny. Well, you can see it's just skin and bone. Yeah, that is very heartbreaking. That's really disturbing. I don't like that. Now, see, the thing about Tigray, they're solidly Christian. And so they need to be helped in Jesus' name. And we've got a little more than five minutes. I don't think we can do our other. I think I thought it was. Are you going over an hour? Because it's already been an hour. No, not quite. It okay. hasn't. Okay. Well, at any rate, we're not going to do that one. We'll do that next time. Yeah, we can do that next time. And uh, go ahead and sum up and say goodbye. Please don't forget to pray for your brothers and sisters around the world in all these conditions. They need your prayers and your help desperately. And um, if you need to know who to donate to, we have a list of people that we donate to or that we feel are good because they have boots on the ground to help in all these situations and we appreciate all that you do for the Lord, and we thank you for that. And ask that you would please pray for your brothers and sisters around the world. Pray for us as we pray for you, and we love you, and we always hope the best for you in Christ Jesus. And thank you. Good night, everybody. Don't forget to go to our websites at warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Until next time, take care of yourself, seek the Lord, walk in his spirit, and we'll see you on the other side. This is the Watchman. May God bless you. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.